Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. And Tom's not here. Uh, he, honestly, uh, off mic, we were discussing it. We can't remember where he's gone. He's away for the weekend. Good on him. I'm still here. But more importantly, we're joined by a very special guest, our often requested guest. Oh. Gemma. Yes. Hey, welcome to the show again. Is that true? That is very true. That's nice. That's good for my ego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, that's where the compliments start and end. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've already you've already been mean to me so far, so I'm not expecting it to go up from here. I just like to point out I've actually been nice, including off air. The rudest thing I said was what everyone just heard me say. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. Your first appearance of 2021, and you haven't been on the show I think since we've started re- recording remotely. No, you use yeah. some bullshit excuse that internet doesn't work, therefore it's too hard. So I took that offensively. And yeah, I haven't yeah, spoken yeah. to you cool. guys in like a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will say that originally we were recording not over Zoom, which is what we're using now, but over Facebook video chat, which was Why? the biggest piece <laughs> of shit in the world. Nothing synced up, and it was so bad to use. Because we're idiots. Yeah, yeah. We were dumb, and no one wanted to get a separate program that I was already using. <laughs> but since then, it's all it's it's all happening. Yeah. And Tom's obviously- moved. He apparently has the best internet in the world now. <laughs> it's the shittest internet <laughs> still somehow. Oh, God. But Gemma- Really? Hello. Really? How good's footy? The fucking best. Yes! a huge weekend because after a far too long hiatus footy's back i'm excited yeah i really am um i think i messaged you today joel you and tom and i said i'm really glad that footy is back because i've been watching i was on ko and i've been watching table tennis like the world <laughs> the world masters table tennis some yeah. scottish guy called rum dog just going at the world number one i actually got really into it but at the end of it i was like no 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 but i do miss football yeah so it's good that it's back and uh, all the talk of Taylor Harris's boxing record uh, yesterday was UFC 257. And uh, at my work, we were showing it. So I watched that and I was like, this is good, but I wish people were tackling and kicking goals more. <laughs> <laughs> we needed well, it back. 
I'm so happy. Um, I didn't. So who got tickets? Me. So yeah, I have tickets to one of the games and I'll get into it shortly, <laughs> Sean, because I also have a big bombshell announcement that is a direct follow on of last week's episode. You teased this to me off air. I want yes. to know what it is. Right. It feels appropriate that I'm here for something that my friend has mm-hmm. created. So, friend of Gemma and friend of the show, Jason. Jason has been on this show before. Uh, I got a voicemail message from him uh, <laughs> over over Facebook Messenger. He'd sent a recorded a voice recording and said, He always hey, does that. Have you checked your emails? And I was like, I got that. And I was like, straight away fired up the Hagrid's footy inbox. Nothing. And I was like, huh. <laughs> then I checked the junk email, and I was like, huh, I thought that he may have sent a really juicy email or something, but nothing. And then I was like, does he have my personal email address? And then I was like, he might. Opened my email address, and uh, sitting at the very top of the inbox was, hey, Joel, congratulations on your 2021 membership for the AFLW Team Carlton. <laughs> oh, he bought you a membership? <laughs> he bought me a membership. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were Carlton. Now it's confirmed. Financially. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jason has confirmed that for me. 2021, I'm a Carlton member. That's very good of him. Yeah, great of him. So, yeah, I got tickets to the Carlton vs. Collingwood. The the uh, curtain raiser It's going to be enormous. Fucking hell. It's not a curtain raiser. It's the season opener, mate. Yeah, weird it's- term. Curtain raiser for the season. <laughs> Curtain raiser suggests there's something better coming straight after it when that is the main attraction. No, 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 no. Shut the up, curtain, Joel. The curtain raises and everyone's like, holy shit. I can that's see what where I, your mind went saying. with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pay you it. tried to be dramatic and it didn't work. Yeah. Season opener. Yeah, that's There you better. go. First Thank game you. of round one. Thursday I'll also night be blockburst. there. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's good to hear. I may have learned how to talk by then. That's pretty exciting too. So what's the deal with capacity and all that stuff? I believe it's 50% at most venues. All right. And so what's that? Is that How, how many can they take there? Uh, I think it's 24, so it'd be about 12 from memory. All right. Awesome. And let me tell you, Sean. Yeah, The chop. vibes are going to be fucking off chops. <laughs> I actually can't wait. And I'm disgusted in myself. This seems to be a football thing that happened. I remember <laughs> last year, the year before, I think it was the men's season round one, I was away. And now mm. this weekend, I will be away. Yeah. So will Thomas as well, actually. That yeah. Couldn't be avoided. We're away for our other podcast that's on this network, Scaredy Boys. Um, yep. New episodes every Friday. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll be watching a lot of footy. I'll be absolutely pumping my um, yep. the data on my phone. Yeah. I'm shattered by because I think- Well, I think it's data free, isn't it? If you did it with Telstra, it's data free. I mean, I just assumed um, you're with Telstra. No, I'm not, unfortunately. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, fortunately, fuck them. Yeah. Um, Gemma, <laughs> you might know this off the top of your head. I'm pretty sure this is correct. Brisbane only have one- Match Game in Melbourne, in Melbourne, and it's this week, yeah. Yeah, so I'm a big fuckwit. That is extremely <laughs> well, disappointing. Well, from what I've seen, that's the one that's sold out so far at the time of recording. From what I've seen, very few Brisbane fans got tickets. This is my concern for this entire season, for both the women's and the men's comp, with COVID stuff happening. It's kind of like, so I've got my Brisbane membership, which is like a Victorian Brisbane membership. Yeah. Say capacity is limited. They're going to give preference to the home team. So I'm never actually going to be the home team. I might have trouble getting tickets, at least in yeah, the early part of the season. Same as being a Sydney fan in the men's. I'm going to have that issue too. It's a bit fucked. fucked. It's a bit fucked when you think of it. Um, yeah. Just on membership, I attempted to get my Brisbane one for the women's team this morning. The website was an absolute fucking shit show. <laughs> 
couldn't handle it. My phone just went, you dickhead. This is a de- <laughs> this is a desktop job, not a phone job. I'm going to have to have another crack. I couldn't figure it out. It's fucked. <laughs> well, I'm a member of three AFLW sides. Not one of them is playing in Melbourne this week, so I couldn't even do the membership thing. Fuck. Well, rattle them off. What teams are they? I think we can guess. Well, obviously Melbourne. Melbourne? Right. I was well, Melbourne's Mel- the obvious one. Yeah. Yeah, Melbourne. Um, Frio? Yep. Yep. Um... Oh. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Yep. Yeah. Who Melbourne's playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's huge. But that the other thing is um, my accreditation hasn't arrived yet, so I can just get into the games. But when it hasn't arrived yet and tickets are going to sell out, you get nervous. So the whole Siren team, we just bought tickets. So yeah. we may be doing a giveaway if our accreditation arrives in time. Get around, get around that, Joel. Oh, yeah. I will. Get around that. You got to get to the Brisbane game, will. mate. You got to pretend you're me and just go nuts. Oh, I will. I'll lose my mind. Uh, also, uh, I'm just since you're like sorting out accredita- accreditation, I might just walk in holding my phone, showing our podcast off, and just use it as a badge. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> just let, just let us in. Just let us in. <laughs> that might get you a life ban. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Especially all right, from Big Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're a part of a podcast. Oh, I'll just give it a quick listen. Within five seconds, get out. <laughs> how quickly did um brisbane richmond sell out two hours i think it was fucking hell. fucking hell but that i think is also the smallest capacity ground being played at this weekend too is that the swinburne one yeah yeah punt road so it's 2500 i think uh, okay. Oh, okay. so you that know is, yeah. an hour earlier it opens to richmond members and then the last few tickets get sold straight away that's pretty much how it went it's good to hear that Richmond is still being favoured in <sighs> every aspect of football, even though they are confirmed fuckheads. The players, not so much. We've been through this before, but upper management, it, disgusting. I noticed something very funny, because um, I think we could probably all agree Brisbane would probably be the reasonably heavy favourites to win that game, right? Yep. On the tipping app, it's like well over 60% backing Richmond. Yeah. People getting behind it. Do Richmond just have a shitload of supporters? Yeah, Richmond fans just tip their own team. Idiots. Or people I mean, you who got are really to. dumb. You got to. You got to back your own team. You got to back your own team. They're idiots for supporting Richmond, not idiots for backing Richmond. But something that um, is relevant given, I mean, personal plug again, given a, a <laughs> long form piece I wrote late last year. Yep. No one even thinks about Queensland teams. No one thinks about, no one considers them. So then when it comes to tipping them, it's like, oh, I don't know enough about them, therefore I won't. Gemma, you probably addressed this in your piece. I don't think I've read it, but I may have. I have read some of your long-form pieces, but I don't think I've this read this one. This one was 30,000 words over three three pieces, so maybe not. So may I just be the first to say, holy shit. But also, <laughs> uh, would you say that maybe the tides are turning and maybe due to uh, some strong Brisbane efforts and Gold Coast having a very likable team, the tides are turning? The tides will never turn until the footy <laughs> media gets revamped. Yeah. I agree with this. Yeah. Every well, year, people write Brisbane off. Yeah, they do. I'm not kidding. They're going to win the flag. They're going to do the double. <laughs> oh, that's extreme, but No, no, um... no, no. I, I had a look at the odds today, right? The premiership odds. Yeah, juicy. And because I expected I expected to find Brisbane down near the end, so I could come in this episode and be like, oh, those fucking idiots. But <laughs> Brisbane are sort of fifth, I think. I think they were fifth. For the women's? Yeah, which is... Better than I expected. That makes sense because they. I mean, they should be ma- first, frankly. But no. you know, <laughs> give or take a Frio, you know, <laughs> or a Carlton. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's before we get very derailed, let's just start having a look at round one of the AFLW season for 2021, which fucking hell, 
It's happening. Football is back. So, the season opener, or the curtain raiser, whatever you want to call it, both Don't equally correct terms. Don't call it a curtain raiser. <laughs> happens at Icon Park. I'll be there. Gemma will be there. Tom and Sean won't be there. I found out I had a membership while I was with Tom, and Tom's, I said, hey, Tom, do you want me to get you a ticket? He's like, no, I'm going away. And I said, Tom, you're a fucking idiot. Anyway. Mem- membership's been revoked already because they heard the <laughs> curtain raiser call. They're like, this idiot. <laughs> They transferred you to Collingwood. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Do you reckon Eddie will be there? Oh, I hope not. He probably won't be, let's be honest. He, he won't be in your zone, don't worry. Oh, thank Christ. Eddie's right. probably on holiday. <laughs> like you and Tom will be. Uh, no, that's a work trip for a podcast that's also on this network, Scaredy Boys, new episodes every Friday. Uh, starring uh, Sean, Tom, and friend of the show, Damo, Hawthorne <laughs> supporter. Ugh. Uh, it's huge. Yeah, look, he's the nicest man in no. the world, so we ha- we can look past all of them. Yeah, give him a pass on that yeah. one. Right, so Carlton versus Collingwood, Icon Park. And this is huge for a lot of reasons. Obviously, the rivalry that's been going for literal years uh, just obviously uh, has then transferred into AFLW. Uh, not made any less spicy by Taylor Harris, kind of on the down low threatening to kill someone on the field. Yep. I'm very excited for this game. Was it on the down, though? Uh, no, I it don't absolutely think she wasn't said- <laughs> on this show. <laughs> I don't think she said, I am going to kill someone. Gemma, what player was it? I always forget the Stacey common player. Stacey Livingston. Livingston. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I always forget because I have no respect for Collingwood in either forms of the code. Um, but yeah, Livingston. Yeah, like I would be frightened. If I played for Collingwood this week, I would be terrified. They've had a long time to prepare for it, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's different they if they Scott had him Gallons. in, like, round three. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she's still going to kick four and punch the entire <laughs> team. No, she'll kick two, two. She won't kick four. Oof. Four, four, Gemma. Dream big. <laughs> do you know, there's only one player that's ever done that before in the AFLW. Do you want to know who it was? I do want to know. Who? Sabrina Duffy from Freo. She kicked four, uh, yeah. four in a game. Against Brisbane? 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She had, yeah I remember. I should have known equal- that. Equal most scoring uh, shots on goal in a game in AFLW history. Yeah. The other person is also playing this weekend. Anyway, sorry. That Who's was the other something. person? Sarah Perkins. And did what did she, she kicked? Kick? She kicked four three and one out on the full. Okay. Well, it would have been worse if it was like three five or something. Hmm. Basic breakdowns of eight, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, or two six. Or maybe even 1-7. You'd really hate to have kicked that. There's a lot of variations. Uh, I, so basically, I'm saying we shouldn't be too hard on it. That's some real Buddy Franklin territory. <laughs> no, it's Melbourne as a whole team territory against St. Kilda. Well, they yeah. kick 1-8. Yeah, yeah. I love looking at halftime scores and seeing a team's kicked 2-11 and be like, hmm, Essendon, why don't you kick straight? <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a huge opening game of the season. Um even without like the threats of violence, just the rivalry and the fact that it's at a ground that's probably going to sell out, that's going to be operating at about, yeah, 12,000 people. It's going to be off the fucking chain. Gemma, can I ask, if you were given free reign to do the fixture, who would get the opening game? Uh, Western Bulldogs and Melbourne. Yeah. I think-, I, think, I think a lot of people would agree with that, wouldn't they? Yeah, because if you tweet it, you get a lot of love on Twitter about it. <laughs> um, that just makes the most sense. Like, I don't know why they don't yeah. do that. Because the AFL is the AFL. Yeah. 
Or if you want to have a like a game like this on the Thursday, then put the Melbourne Western Bulldogs game on the Friday night. Like at least have them play in round one. Well, the like seeing seeing this continue as the season opener, um, it just tells you that they're trying to make the women's game like the men's game instead of trying to make the women's game something that's unique. Yeah, create um, their own rivalries we, and stuff. Like yeah, that. like. What's what are the biggest rivalries in the AFLW right now? It's Melbourne and Western Bulldogs. It's probably Brisbane and Gold Coast because they've had academies playing each other for as long before the AFLW came. So they have actually been kind of going head to head for a long time. Hmm. What other rivalries are there until last year where the Stacey Livingston comments happened between yeah. these two teams? What other rivalries are there? There aren't really any yet. Uh do Brisbane and Adelaide have bad blood? Well, I mean, they beat us in a premiership, yeah. so but I mean, that was four years ago, and nothing's really happened ago. since. Yeah, five years ago now. I wasn't you sure know? if because that was, yeah, that was the first AFLW Grand Final. I wasn't sure if uh, that would have you know cemented rivalry straight off the bat. Mm. I just don't know if like Collingwood haven't achieved anything. Yeah, give these showcase games to a, you know a good team. Even like why isn't like Adelaide should should come into? Oh, this they're never going to do one out of Victoria. They're never going to do it without Victorian teams. Yeah, I know, but that goes back to your point of, like, the AFL just trying to be like the AFL. Like, why can't they just expand it a bit more? If Adelaide, they Until if Adelaide they change personnel that make these decisions, none of it's yeah. going to change. And one of them is leaving at the end of 2021. I'm going to be waiting outside his door with my bat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be driving the car. <laughs> car slash getaway vehicle. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is, no, I'm not going to say that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Something could potentially be too fucked for this show, Gemma. You better keep it to yourself. It's not about the show that I'm on. It's about people <laughs> hearing me say it. Agus Footy is a great place to destroy your own personal brand. So if you want to say something that's going to fuck your career, here, here and now, it's the perfect place. I'm all right. right. So, <laughs> fucked around enough with uh, the like this, but let's get to our tip. I, I'm obviously going to tip Carlton as a... Newly appointed member. That's exciting for you, man. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. I was surprised that you weren't, you hadn't already picked Carlton. I was listening to the episode you released last week and talking yeah. to Tom about it, um, as I do. Yeah. And I was surprised that Carlton wasn't your team already. Nah. I, I don't know. Like, I was just, just trying to vibe it out. And like <laughs> I said in the episode, like, which we discussed off air and it turns out I was a fucking idiot for assuming that this was the case in the first place. But because I always just assumed that Aston were entering the conversation around this time, I didn't want to be too committed to a club. You're not an idiot for thinking that was the case, because the communication hadn't been great. Yeah. Uh, so, to clarify, uh, Gemma, you pointed out that the CBA has another- Is it another two years? Because it started last year? This year and next year, the current CBA is in place, which means that we won't have any new teams until after that. Because the new CBA has to be negotiated for new clubs yeah. to come in. Oh, no so, new teams next year either. Yeah, no. so 2023 is when... That's what my understanding is anyway, yeah. Joel, I'm sorry. Looks like you're Carlton for a while. <laughs> That's all right. If they keep playing exciting football, like won't what be too upset. What if you fall in love with Carlton to the extent that when Essendon join, you, you just can't do it, mate? Well, that is a scary possibility. Who knows? I was You'll have to be a- like Gemma. You'll have to have multiple memberships. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, like, I mean, I think what'll probably happen is I'll be like, oh, I love the AFLW. I'm going to have to, like, separate them because 
I'm going to watch Carlton's men's team play this year and just probably cry a little bit when Saad's running around in navy blue. You could just jump ship altogether. That is an insane thing to say, Gemma. I will not be doing that. What a disgusting comment. Yeah, that's awful. I'm throwing up. I'm... Aren't I here to stir the pot like Tom? Yeah, well, Tom doesn't stir the pot. He just says dumb things and we jump on him for it. You have saying disgusting comments that are making me spew up. It took me a moment to process it. I'm so rattled by it. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'm tipping Carlton. Sean, who are you going? I'm going, I think Carlton by a couple of goals. Gemma? I'm tipping Carlton by less than 10 points. I think you're going to do the Tom trick there and say less than 10 goals, and I'd be like, very funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, because Collingwood are a better team than, like, on the field, they're a better team than people realise, I think. They just don't have a forward line. (laughs) Yeah, which... um, But they've recruited to improve the forward line, so I think that's going to be the linchpin, really. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see it up close and personal. Also, just fun fact before we move on to the next game. Mm-hmm. The last time Carlton lost was against Collingwood in round two last year. Yep. Ooh. Taylor Harris, long memory. Yeah. Chloe Dalton gave away two big free kicks that gave up the first two goals of the game, and they never came back from that. So there you go. Chloe Dalton's inactive this season, so. <sighs> because I'm not that. blaming Chloe Dalton. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what happened. Yeah. It sounds a lot like uh, maybe someone's getting blamed for that. Right. Friday night, St. Kilda are taking on Western Bulldogs. This, Yay. Yeah, this will also be another pretty big game, hey? They played in round one last year as well. Yeah. I like the matchup. Who won last year's round one? Western Bulldogs. It was um, tight though, wasn't it? Uh, the first half was tight and then the dogs kind of ran away with it in the second That's half. Right. It- Am I remembering right? St. Kilda took a few weeks to sort of really get going, didn't they? Yeah, they played really defensively, and as soon as you could break through that defensive structure, then you kind of could score quite heavily. But Bonnie mm. Dalton really stood up in the game last year. Mm. Uh, Bonnie Dalton. Fuck. Uh, Bonnie Too Good. Did the Saints beat Bonnie Adelaide? Bonnie Dalton is a is person. Is that the one I'm thinking of last year? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Did the Saints beat Adelaide? No, the Saints beat Melbourne, thank you, and Richmond. Okay. Uh, Did Melbourne they narrowly lose eight. to Adelaide? Yes, it was tight yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, I love the Saints. They've got the one of the greats, one of the best yep. players in the entire league. The and, person um, that I loves she, footy. Yeah. If they, would, if they were the to most. win the premiership, I'd be happy for her. Yes. Are you talking yeah. about Kate McCarthy? Yeah, she's the best, mate. Okay. Love her. Hope she kicks, I hope she kicks a lot of goals this year. She, um, she was part of making the call, that broadcast program with me. Oh, really? Yeah. So you've had a bit to do with her? Angel, legend, very oh, talented. Oh, that's so good. Tell me, tell me something I already knew. I knew she's just <laughs> the greatest. That's all. Um, there's Did she another... ask you about me? <laughs> Did she talk about Brisbane? I will not dignify that with an answer. Um, <laughs> there is another really good story potentially behind this game, depending on team selection, though. Uh-huh. And what's that? Well, Alice Burke and Nathan Burke. Oh, yeah. Ooh. If she gets selected, which we don't know. Until Thursday night. But, yeah. um, yeah, if she gets selected, she'll debut against her dad wearing her dad's number. Oh, that's great. That is Rougher massive. Tag her. <laughs> Tag her when she plays And then she, she kicks the winning goal. <laughs> she'll she play in the back line. She's run a forward. defender. Yeah. Yep, nah, run it forward. <laughs> I reckon... Two 50-meter the- penalties in a row, bam. <laughs> Saints give them up. They don't get them. 
Uh, they've changed this year. They won't. <laughs> um, I think I will be. This is a tough one. I was thinking dogs, but now hearing all of this, I might have to switch to St. Kilda. Yeah, I've gone Saints. Yeah. I think it'll be really tight. I've tipped the dogs because Nell Morris Dalton is going to destroy everyone this season. Mm. Well, all right, but I'm still going Saints. <laughs> Just saying. You I asked believe. my tip. I gave my tip. Oh, Thank enough. you for being I, honest, yeah. Gemma. Watch out for Nell Morris Dalton, everyone. She's going to ruin everyone. Oh, no. That's exciting. <laughs> Because uh, that sounds like threats of violence on the footy fields, uh, <laughs> tackles, and just oh, hectic. Right. Uh, <laughs> Saturday afternoon, Gold Coast take on Melbourne. Yay. Melbourne. Two of your three teams, Gemma, playing off against each other. Yeah, we'll go Melbourne. Um, mm-hmm. Suns don't have Jackie Orson this season, which is going to cause problems for them, I think. So, yeah. And... Um, and um, Tyler Hanks is going to go into the middle and cover that Aliso Day role with Maddie Gay and Karen Paxman there, so that's still really tough. And then um, Alyssa Bannon exists and is an angel and is going to be amazing. Losing Yorston will hurt them because I know this because it still hurts me. <laughs> well, she was their number one tackler. Num- I want to say number two possession getter last year. Mm. And no... And number three, clearance player, or the possessions and clearances maybe the other way around. But she's so important to that engine room that I don't know how... Uh, Alison Drennan coming in helps a lot, but I assume they would have recruited her with a different role in mind without her having to be that inside midfielder all game, which mm-hmm. she'll probably have to do now, mm-hmm. depending on who gets developed um, to then go in there. But yeah, Yorston's a massive loss. Mm. How do you rate Melbourne for the flag? That's what I want to know. Um, and are you it, pledging to shave your head? <laughs> no. First ever denial of pledge. <laughs> I'm not pledging to shave. My remember last year, my brother pledged to shave his head for Melbourne. Yeah, but that was for the men's team, wasn't it? I think he would so that's do a it fa- for both. That's, that's Melbourne men's team. That's not a real pledge. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. But I think Melbourne are going to when they're. And I think the dogs are going to be very similar. When they're on, they're going to be amazing, but then they're not going to be able to do that consistently throughout the season just because of personnel, so many yep. new players, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I think, and and if you listen to the Siren AFLW season preview, which is out the same day as this, I think, um, you'll know that I think Melbourne are going to miss out, like, on percentage or something like that. Like, be really close to making the finals, but just miss. Just, just the usual. Yeah. I thought you said you wanted to keep AFL-M and AFLW as separate things, yet you're claiming that Melbourne will do classic Melbourne stuff. Interesting. Well, in 2018, both teams missed finals on percentage. That's true. That was a big year for Broken Hearts. (laughs) (laughs) One says funny, one says Broken Hearts. Um, I mean, avoid being around my family when that happens, and it is funny, but... um, don't be around my family when that happens because it's less funny. <laughs> yeah, especially when they're opening their mail and finding out how to oh buy tickets to the yeah. first oh round of finals. Man. That did happen. Oh, that hey, was- <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, fucking, I went into a um, news agent's like a couple of weeks ago and there was a Collingwood calendar and guess which player is Mr. January? <laughs> AFL M calendar. I assume by the Mr. it would be. Yeah, yeah. Have a guess. Just who do you think would be... Who left Adam Trelaw? Yeah, Trelaw. January. And also the biggest face on the front of the calendar. 
This happens all the time. <laughs> I had a Brisbane calendar that had Dame Beams on it when he was long <laughs> gone. Did you tear the picture out? Uh, I may have done something to it, yeah. <laughs> Traded it? <laughs> Set it on fire. <laughs> um, I'm tipping Melbourne for this game. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Yeah, same. If Jackie Yawson was there, I probably wouldn't. Hmm. And then we would probably labour you something. <laughs> but you can't. But you aren't, so we can't. I'm the one with team merch behind me. Oh, yes. Sean There's also has a, a cup. Sorry. Yeah. So douche is just the, the trash one. Well, if you look at what's behind me, it's literally just a blank wall. So it's not like there's plenty much of space going on. to put stuff up. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. Um, you could put, you know, you know the WEG premiership posters? You could get the one from 2001. Oh, yeah, the uh, Brisbane no, sorry, one. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 no. That's when Brisbane beat Essendon. Yeah. Uh, I, I have the 2000, 2000 one, though. That's the one. Yeah, I I've got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing is, and Gemma, I'm not sure if you've seen this before, but I'm legitimately sitting on my bed. So uh, if there was a poster directly above my bed, it would probably end up on my face at some point. I mean, but how it- short is your bed? What do you mean, how short? He means that it will fall. Oh, while you're sleeping, it'll fall on you. Okay. I mean, Um, I'm not going to. This is not worth more conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Next game West Coast Eagles take on Adelaide. Adelaide. This is one of. This is the second changed game of the round. Ooh. What was the first? The one we just spoke about Melbourne and the Suns. So, what happened there? Melbourne was meant to play Adelaide. Um, but you know, WA borders are an issue, so stuff got ah, changed. Okay. And when have they when have they swapped it to? Well, they just changed the first two rounds and have removed the remaining rounds off the site and the goal is that by the end of round two all the borders will be open and they can just revert back to what they wanted. Um but it also means Melbourne plays the Suns, who they weren't meant to play this season. So things will change. That, uh, I mean, do you see that as a positive? I is mean, that- at this point, anything to make North Melbourne's fixture harder is a positive. <laughs> <laughs> they had a very, very easy fixture mm. compared to the rest of the comp. I forget sometimes that you love North Melbourne. They're your favourite, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, Gemma, big North Melbourne person. Absolutely love him. Jasmine Garner's amazing. Okay. Shinbone of spirit radiating from Gemma right now. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> what? West, West Coast and Adelaide. Um, Adelaide are going to win this by a lot. Yeah, this is this much like the next game is an easy one to tip. Hmm. I think they're all easy to tip except for the Friday night game. Yeah, I agree. Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean, by the end of the round, I'll look like an idiot probably, but <laughs> on, on paper, yeah, I agree. I'll be yeah. enjoying my bonus tip at the end of this round, I reckon. Oh, I forgot about the goddamn bonus tip. That's something people don't have to deal with in uh, in our competition. Oh, uh, yeah, and if you aren't part of any tipping competition and you want to be, we'll, I'll put the details in the show notes, but we'll also talk about it after the round because we probably should have done it beforehand, but I got distracted by what was probably a stupid segue. Speaking of stupid <laughs> segues... Next game. <laughs> well done. Geelong take on North Melbourne. North Melbourne, 10 goals. Easy. GMHBA Stadium. Tom will be in... No, Tom won't even be there. He'll be hypothetically eating his Milo ice cream that I could not find at the ground. It doesn't exist. Yeah, and North Melbourne will be kicking heaps of goals. Mm. The interesting part of this game is going to be where they play Jasmine Garner. 
because yeah. they've recruited Grace Campbell, who can play through the midfield, and their mm-hmm. midfield was already stacked. Their forward line is already stacked, and they've got Georgia Hammond, who will hopefully get an early game. Jasmine Garner can literally play anywhere. What are they going to do with her? And they've got a new coach. So I think that's going to be the interesting thing to watch in this game. Gemma, what I want to know is what's the realistic outlook for Geelong this year? Because all we ever deal with is Tom's fantasy land. <laughs> I think they're a side that no, – I think he's right when he says – it's. he probably says this because I tell him this on a regular basis. That, that they're a chance for the flag and everyone no, underrates it? No, no, no. Is that the window is shut permanently forever? <laughs> That their performance last year was better than their win-loss ratio suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to struggle to get into the season early because they're, they're going to really rely on young players, draftees, to be the bulk of their scoring or their, their attacking line. Um, and they're going to need Phoebe McWilliams to push high up the ground, same as Michelle Cranston. So I think for that reason, they're, they're going to be a bit like St Kilda, where they'll be able to defend and maybe not be kind of shut on in terms of scoring, but they're not going to be able to score themselves. So their percentage might be good, but their win-loss will be poor, I think, until about halfway through the season where they'll, they, those young players will kind of step up. So I think that's what we're looking at. Yeah. By then, it might be too late. Yeah, which was the same case as last year for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cop that, Tom. You guys are like an echo of each other. Yeah. No, we're just... Uh, <laughs> we're, liking, we're liking what we hear. Yeah, yeah. It's Geelong, just nice to... shit have... again. <laughs> I never said shit. You didn't. We are. We're happy to put our names to this. You should hear the shit we say. I do. <laughs> and then Tom messages me. <laughs> and then Tom, what, what does Tom say? Well, I'm going to win the flag. And Tom, everyone's like, shut up, Tom. Tom You're not. comes for me for some positivity and niceness compared to you guys. Mm. If Tom came to you and said the AFLM Geelong team is going to win the flag for the next three years, which is something but, he will occasionally say to us, where's your positivity and niceness with but that? But see, he's smarter than that when he comes to talk to me. He doesn't yeah, say he, shit when he comes to talk to me. That's all we hear from him. If he said, like, if he, if Tom sat down to us and said something educated, we would respect it. But he never does. Sometimes he does. I think Tom never wants to hear Gemma say the words, the window are closed, <laughs> so he never talks to her about the AFL men's game. It's just the women's team. Yeah. Sense Correct, Gemma? I actually spoke to Tom very regularly throughout last year, which is not the same I can say for you two, so you know, <laughs> suck it. Well, all right, then. Oh, no, the connection's getting pretty bad. I think I might have to ditch Gemma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, next game. Uh Whew, Sean, this is the game that you will spiritually be at, but unfortunately not physically able to attend. Yep. And that is Richmond take on Brisbane. Two o'clock. Two Lock ten. it in. Yeah, two ten, did you say, sorry? Two yep. ten. Yeah, two ten. Two o'clock is when I will load my laptop. <laughs> Fire up KOB. <laughs> like- HDMI it into the TV and hope that the shitty Optus data survives the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Brisbane should win. I think- This um, is huge. Hopefully. I mean, Richmond haven't won a game yet, so that has its own pressure. But I don't really want to be the first team to lose to Richmond. There is one scary element to Richmond this year. What's that? Is it a Hosking? It is a Hosking. Oh, yeah. That's, you were, Sarah you were nearly on the Richmond bandwagon oh, last week. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. An absolute I- dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will support Sarah, yeah. and I will boo... <laughs> 
I will boo the rest of the team. Oh, <laughs> boo, boo, yes, boo. Give it back to her. Don't boo Sabrina. No, I won't boo. I would. Harriet Cordner, one of my favorites, is there too now. No, that's see. The Richmond team's not so bad until you the remember team, that. No, it's the club. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Heaps of great players. The club. Shit house. Dog shit. Yeah. On a, Makes on me a, spew up. On a different note, this game uh-huh. is going to be really interesting in terms of Richmond's forward line. And I know that there's been player turnover and stuff, but Richmond's forward line last year kind of just expected the long bomb to Sabrina Frederick and they didn't really do much otherwise. Yeah. There was no movement or anything. Coming up against Brisbane, who have yeah. probably the smartest <laughs> backline. And I know no shiny web hurts, but, you know, Kate Luckins, really smart defender, sets up the defense really well. Shannon Campbell, Emma Zilke, they're all players that they don't, it's not just the skill, it's the way they set up the ground that's really important. Mm -hmm. So I think this is going to be a massive test for Richmond's new forward line, which I would hope includes Katie Brennan, um, to play actually as a unit rather rather than as individuals, because that's the only way you can break through the Brisbane defense. Good luck. Yeah. I think Brisbane's had consistently, uh, I won't say the best because Gemma will kill me, one mm. of the best back lines for the like the whole four or five years of the comp, I think. Do you want to know? And, the- and they continually lose players to it, but it's got more stability this year, I think. Uh, the defensive line has lost less players than the rest of the ground. If you look at their foundation eight, which is their eight players that they've had since the first season, three of them are defenders out mm. of a five five-person defensive line. That felt like negging, but that's, <laughs> it was still a compliment. Yes! What? <laughs> um, Gemma, who's going to be Brisbane's most improved player this year and why is it all the road wire? It's Greta Bodie. Okay, but get on the get on the O'Dwyer bandwagon. Oh, please. O'Dwyer's fantastic, and she's going to be crucial Thank to their you. running game. Absolutely, yep. I think Greta Bodie is going to be the X factor. Her and Courtney Hodder, but I couldn't say she's improved because she's new this year. Yeah. Um, An- another question I want to ask while we have an expert here and not an idiot named Tom is: yep. um, in that Brisbane forward line, yes, we talked a bit about them last week. We got Wardlaw and Dakota and Wush. Who else is going to kick some goals? Sophie Conway, she'll yep. probably play that high half forward role. She'll get up on the wing and then come forward and hit the goal um, scoreboard. Will she play in the middle at all? You think? I think she might rotate through there, but I think she'll largely play a high half forward role. Okay. Um, rotate those two positions. Um, I think Lauren Arnell will do some of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then let's talk about Courtney Hodder and Farquharson, Zimmy Farquharson. They're both, I think they're quite similar players, but I see Courtney Hodder playing probably more on a wing and Farquharson playing more as a forward pocket. Yep. Um, Hodder's got an amazing story. She was playing, and you kind of touched on it in last week's episode, but Hmm. she was a rugby player. She had been playing footy until she was a teenager and then switched to rugby, played for Queensland team and the WA team. Then she broke her leg and was rehabbing, and during that time, Bree Brock, who's the women's CEO at Brisbane, and Craig Sarsevich, the head coach, they were kind of still in touch with her because both of them had been involved at AFL Queensland in terms of talent development prior to the AFLW. Um, so they were aware of her, so they'd been in touch with her regularly. They'd actually tried to get her on the list the year before, hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. And then when she broke her leg and had to rehab, they kind of – persuaded her across so that's how she's a cross-code rookie because she hasn't played technically for two years 
Yeah. But she's a she's an AFLW player. Like she's gonna destroy everything, and it's gonna be amazing. That yeah. is get her around the ball. I think because she's a murderous tackler. <laughs> and her agility to avoid traffic. So think about, you know, Georgia G last year, how she was able to just avoid the tackle a lot. I think mm. we're going to see a lot of that from Courtney Hodder as well. Yeah. Um, and also, can I just go back to you saying the best defense in the league? Do you want to know actually what the best defense in the league has ever been in AFLW? Yep, go. It was Melbourne last year. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm shocked. Um, they, they conceded an average of, I think it was 5.71 scoring shots a game, which is the fewest we've ever seen in the AFLW. Mm. Yeah, that's fucked. Great yep. wall of Melbourne. Fucking hell. Daisy Pierce does a lot, but also they couldn't <laughs> score for shit, so, you know, yeah. it is what um, it is. Yeah, the best, well, I guess they were like the best offense is defense, and the best defense is defense, forgetting that you need to also kick a goal. Well, it was also, you know, Tegan Cunningham couldn't take a mark last year, so that didn't help yeah. either. Yeah. Uh, your actual reason is probably a closer than my nonsense I disputed, so thank you. Uh, next game, and the last game of round one, uh, Fremantle take on the Giants. Freo. Yeah. By oh, a long, long, long way. This, yeah. AFLW sees some massacres every round or so, and I reckon you can pretty much lock this one in for one of those. I don't know if it'll be a massacre. I think it's a comfortable. I'm com- I'm very comfortable tipping Freo. I don't think they're going to murder them though. Hmm. I think that Fremantle might come in fired up because they had a Premiership Cup stolen from them by a virus last year. This is a very good point. There is a big chance Freo only lose one game this year, and that's the Grand Final to Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> that is a a huge possibility. Yeah. He says after Fremantle broke Brisbane last year. That's true. It might not happen again, though. Brisbane figured it out now. We watched it happen and we went, all right. Gemma, uh, this is a reference you will not understand because it's a movie reference. I've been watching movies recently. Oh, my God. Well, Just ask Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Providing Tom with positive feedback and now watching movies. This is dangerous. (laughs) You could end up becoming Tom, too. No, that'll never happen. But, Sean and Gemma, in... We've watched the Batman movies recently, but no. in The Dark Knight Rises, Batman has his back broken by Bane, but then he rises up and he learns from that. And then is that he when wins. he comes out of the well? That is when he comes out of the well. You seen that one? Lock- like, uh, yes, like ten years ago. <laughs> no, yeah, hey, me too. That was the last time I saw it. I reckon. But uh, yeah, so maybe I didn't. Brisbane. Maybe I didn't comprehend that he had his back broken. Yeah, he uh, look, Batman fixes his back in that movie by holding onto a magic rope. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> yep. Also, This is why I never yeah. watched movies. Yeah, yeah. Let's not They're- overthink that movie. Joel, <laughs> an admirable effort at a reference, but when he does go on to fight the bad guy again, he hasn't learned anything. He just flukes <laughs> it because it's a dumb movie. But I get the point. Brisbane are lit. Br- yeah. It's Rocky 3. It's Rocky 3. Yeah. We went away. We trained. Starsevich is like Apollo Creed. Taught them all some new moves, and we're going to smash Freo when we play them. You heard yes. it here first. Brisbane are going to beat Freo by forty points. You're assuming Oof. you play Freo, yeah, in the grand final. In the grand final. So yeah, we're locking in Fremantle to beat the Giants in round one, but also locking in Brisbane to beat Freo in the grand final. That is true. I haven't said yep. anything about Freo yet. Uh, what would you like to say about Freo? That they're looking really dangerous. Um, that I think it's going to be really interesting because I think it's going to. Seem like a shootout, like seem like there's a lot of scoring happening. Uh huh. But I think the Giants 
are not going to capitalize on their scoring. So the margin is going to be huge, but the Giants will have had nearly the same scoring shots. This is very specific. Mm. The Giants last year, this is my favorite, not my favorite, but most interesting stat from last year. It's a bit of match fixing going on here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have all the control to match fix. Um, I can't even get my accreditation to arrive in time for practice matches. Um, so last year, the Giants averaged more scoring shots than they ever have in their AFLW history before. But they also averaged their lowest score in AFLW history because their accuracy Oof. was like 33%. So they create opportunities, but they can't kick goals. Frio, yeah. on the other hand, are just a really high-scoring team that, you know, is happy to let the opposition score because they know that they can then score yeah, okay. after that. So they'll be ha- like they'll let the Giants, they'll push the Giants into difficult positions in defense, allow them those shots on goal, but then they're going to go to the other end and actually capitalize, unless it's Gemma Houghton who kicked 4-10 last year. But, you know, in theory, that's the case. Okay. Yeah, that is huge. I'm going through last year's results, and I have so far found that in only one game did GWS kick more goals than behinds. Told you. That's some deep. That's some deep research. Yeah, finger on the pulse, always. That's uh, what I'm here no, for. I, isn't meant, it? I meant Gemma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just scrolling through a fixture really quickly. It was pretty, pretty intense research. Wow, well done, John. And having to do maths like the best is- in the business. Six? More than six? No, it's the same. Okay, cool. So that one doesn't count. Next game? Um, oh, one Tom goal, here. three. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's looking to be a huge opening round of uh, AFLW. Uh, a curtain raiser to the rest of the season. <laughs> but Tom's not here, and we got a couple of emails, so I'm going to throw to myself. Oh, wait, no. Before I do that, footy tipping. Right. Yep. So if you were part of the Haggard's footy, how Goods McDonald f- tipping footy competition. That'll be running again this season uh, for both AFLW and AFLM. Um, so if you're already part of that, you can just enter your tips straight away. Nothing's changed. If you're not part of it, just scroll down to the show notes. I'm going to include the link and the password there because me saying it is way more annoying than just clicking a link on your phone or on your computer. And Gemma, Siren also have an a- a- AFLW tipping competition that you will send me the link to and I'll also include in the show notes. Unless it's got a really chill link, in which case we can just say it now. Uh, it's just on the AFL site. So if you just search Siren Women in Sport, you should be able to find it, but I'll also send you the link. Okay, perfect. Well, that's easy. Um, so sweet. We recommend everyone enter both of those. Yep. Fire uh, it up. It's looking to be a hectic competition. And now to the inbox. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, so Tom would usually be like, hey, Dusha, we, we got any of them emails? And I'm like, shut up, Tom, we do. <laughs> this email is from Amelia. I'm going to include any time that it doesn't explicitly mention you, Gemma, but mentions us, I'm going to say and Gemma. So, <clears throat> dear footy daddies and Gemma. <laughs> As a token GWS supporter of How Good's Footy, I was very much looking forward to the start of the AFLW season and going to every home game. Unfortunately, with the whole closed borders to Sydney situation, it remains an open question as to whether I will actually get to see one. So, in the vein of keeping things positive, even when things are taken by COVID, how do you make it more fun to watch footy at home? I really loved the game I got to go to last year, but most of the games I've watched at home have been stressful multi-boxes on my computer with the How Good's Footy Sandspence Discord because no one else in my life cares about AFL. As fun as that's been, I'd like to step things up a notch in case footy from home is like imagining 2021. Thanks, Emilio. So, Gemma, what was your go-to strategy in 2020 watching footy at home alone due to COVID? Follow me on Twitter and mm. it's more fun. Okay, so step one, follow Gemma on Twitter. Reply to all of her tweets. She'll reply back. Uh, sometimes. There <laughs> all are the some time. How Goods Footy Lock listeners that I in. just ignore because some are not so nice. Um, That's rude. They should only be rude to us and not to you. you. Yeah, but I'm a woman, remember? People should leave you alone unless they're going to say nice things. And if they've got bad things to say, come after us because yeah. we deserve Come it. to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, all, in all seriousness, though... Um, I do, and this is talking myself up again, but I do like AFLW trivia and stats stuff on Twitter all the time, which I think can make the games more interesting or more fun for people, if that is your thing. Uh, and yeah, is there anyone, well, I mean, obviously Siren as a whole covers AFLW, but does anyone like live tweet the games or anything like that apart from you? Anyone else that people should follow on Twitter? Just so that the Twitter timeline during games is just really exploding? I think the Outer Sanctum's a really good one as well because they, um, they're, they're more like community-based, so more getting people involved. It's less about strategy and stuff like I like to tweet or stats. It's more about, you know, mm-hmm. they share GIFs about what's happening on the field or stuff like that. So um, the Outer Sanctum's a really good one as well. Yeah, and you can, like... Uh- like, Twitter is probably just a good place in general, because whilst there is definitely fuckheads floating around, or cunts, as we like to call them. <laughs> uh, big ones. Huge ones. Some big, of the- big, big eddies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you'll if you click on hashtags for the games, you will find a lot of like-minded supporters that will absolutely be firing up around the games, because whilst AFLW still has plenty of cunts being cunts about it, there's also plenty of good people out there that just love the game. Mm. Also, um, fire up your lounge room with some merch. Just create create the vibe. Someone I haven't, vibe. I haven't tried this, but someone suggested this. It could have even been Tom's brother. To put individual player cards on your wall to <laughs> high-five when they kick a goal. <laughs> or even when they do a huge tackle. 
Put them uh, all around the lounge rooms. So you got to get around, get a bit of movement happening. That's what uh, I do. That's that is big. That is high five the walls. High five the walls. Ride yeah, a that's bike. Good. If you got Ride an exercise bike, bike that yep. Because then you're sweaty, they're sweaty. Yep. Adrenaline's pumping. Someone's running into an open goal. You'll pedal so fast, <laughs> your feet will fall through the fucking floor. <laughs> the bike uh, will blow up. The exercise bikes have. No, be known to take off in living rooms when, <laughs> uh, when players are running into open goals. Uh, do, we, do we know who this? Uh, what was this person's name? Amelia. Do we know who Amelia goes for? Yeah, the as a token GWS supporter. Oh, sorry, I was not listening to you. Um, Giants. I would recommend following Georgina Hibbard. She has just written a book. Um, she was embedded with the Giants last year, um, and it's called Never Surrender. And you can pre-order it at the moment online um i have so she is quite a good person to follow as well i think just shout out to georgina yep sick amelia follow all of our advice and you'll have the best time also maybe look uh if you eat meat i recommend also just chucking a meat pie in the microwave just get the smell of pie through your house yeah 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 yeah. or in the the oven oven. both in the oven mate all right well actually trick is you actually microwave first but not for the full time then in the oven so it's significantly less time but you still get crispy pastry can i ask joel if you're cooking it in the microwave are you wrapping it in a paper towel uh no mate you are just a fucking savage I, also first of all i would never fully cook it in the uh i only said microwave okay. originally because the smell microwave gets the smell of meat pie pumping around the house like yeah nothing else you yeah, open that enough. door whole house smells like meat pie oven <laughs> you still get disgusting no 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 but it's footy <laughs> But no, I recommend, uh, yeah, microwave slightly for like a minute or two. Not two, a minute or a minute and a half. Then like five to ten minutes in the oven. Get that pastry crispy. Beautiful. Way better than you get at the actual footy, where it's pretty much like a four and twenty pie that's half cold, may have been dropped before given to you. A million dollars. Yeah. All right. And our next email is from Alyssa. Hello, footy-minded friends. I'm about to experience my first AFLW season, having only discovered the existence of footy last April, and as an American Port Adelaide fan, I am left without a team to back. I debated many possible choices, and had many yell at me on Twitter to choose their team. But, and this seems like the type of email where Alyssa is asking us to pick their team, but don't worry, I had it covered already. Thank you, Mighty Dusha, for the answer. Except really, I just want to cheer for literally every woman because nothing is better than women in sports. So catch me supporting every single AFLW player and dying from lack of sleep while buried in the snow. How good's women's footy? Too good for our own good. So uh, yes, Alyssa is taking my strategy of last week, which is just pick players you like. But Alyssa I has believe, decided that... I believe you said that was my strategy when you suggested I it. I <laughs> did, but I believe this email thanked me. Hmm. Fuck you, Dusha. Outrageous. I, also, you betrayed <laughs> you betrayed the emailer. I got a you're now, fucking you're gift. You're now Carlton. Yeah, you didn't have to accept a gift, but you did. <laughs> Happily. Because you were like, in my heart, I knew I was Carlton. <laughs> uh, well, how do you know? Maybe I was very unhappy about it. In fact, no, I you, said- You couldn't wait to tell me. You were beaming. You were so happy. Hang on. I've got the exact messages here. <clears throat> so, Jason- Jason does love to send a voice message. And then I said, all right, just did. You're a cheeky fuck. So. I bet you were grinning when you said that. I was yelling. It's all caps. (laughs) (laughs) That's a sign of happiness. And uh, if you want to send us an email, 
You can email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us individually. I'm at douche13. I'm at Carney from 55. Um, I'm at GL Bastiani. And Gemma, where else can we find you? Give us your podcasts. Tell us more about Siren. Just lay it all on us. Uh, so there's actually been a change with the play on preview and review this year, which is a change I've been wanting to make for a while. Um, I have guest hosts, co-hosts for each of them now. So the preview will come out, um, every Friday. This week it's coming out Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, because the games start a day earlier. But, Clever, uh, sensible, makes sense. <laughs> Julia Montesano is going to be my co-host for the preview every week, which is exciting. She's, that is exciting. um, been doing a lot of play-by-play commentary for like Wharf Radio and the Blind Football League and different places like that. So she knows her stuff. So that'll be fun. And then um, my review is actually going to be live, which is risky, <laughs> on a Sunday night. It's going to be an Instagram live with Rana Hussein, who is part of the Outer Sanctum and um, she works for the Richmond Football Club and a few different other places. Um, so that'll be live and then podcast of a Monday morning. So if you, cool. in the evenings on a Sunday after the games, you want to have a recap, you can watch Rana and I on Instagram, which That's is making cute. me really nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous about that. You've already made the worst, the riskiest and worst business decision of your entire career very early on when you signed How Good's Footy to your network. <laughs> and we didn't sync it, which was surprising. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't even worry about Instagram Live. We're far, far worse. Being on camera makes me nervous, but um, it'll be fun. Run is amazing, so that'll be good. And then, yeah, so you can p- find Play on Radio everywhere. Just Play on Radio Melb. Um, and Siren, is our first newsletter is going out this week, which will be today when this podcast comes out, which uh-huh. I keep having to sign post time. Um, yeah, so we're back into the swing of it. It's very exciting. And you can find Siren at Siren underscore sport everywhere. Um, we have really cool merch that I'm hoping to see lots of people wearing at AFLW games as well. So, yeah, you can buy merch from our website. Hell yeah. Right. And thank you so much for coming on, Gemma. Um, it was a nice change talking to someone intelligent that wasn't just Sean. Um, <laughs> Stop being mean to Tom. Nah. No. Fuck him. <laughs> Do you remember when he went to China and went to jail? Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Best How Good's Footy's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> The glory is. <laughs> thank Poor you again. Hey, thank you again, Gemma. And uh, round one of footy is here. And fucking hell, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. <laughs>